Tell us how much you love it because he's only had positive feedback so far. <laughs> I need it. It's really good. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's what really means the world to me. <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast, powered by Steel Series, but more on that later. I am Zach Jackson, and joining me is Adam Ryan. Oh, hello. James Wood. Howdy, gamers. Josephina Huck. Hello. And Nathan Hennessy. Hey, How are we going? It's a fabulous fivesome tonight. Is that what it is? Yes. So much energy in the room. It's Woo! exciting. It's thrilling. Yeah. It's palpable. It's a isn't Tuesday. It? Come on, lift. Do what Shannon Old does. Just you got to lift. Oh, don't, don't. Though. I don't think anyone needs to follow in Shannon Old's footsteps. No, I don't want to yeah, glass someone at my concert for no reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Harassing women in a bathroom isn't my yeah. uh, ordeal. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Use a better example next time, Zach. This is on you. It is. It is. How are we? About Jacob Elroy. We've got to get around yeah. that, right? Who's that? Is that uh, how that his Saltburn last name's kid? pronounced? I think oh, so. I thought he might be. I'm not like sure. A, I've only ever I've seen been, it. I've been called a, a lordy, but I can't imagine that's yeah, quite right either. Whatever. But I think he uh, he he stepped up to a what was it? Co- uh, Jackie Colin Jackie O producer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, good on him. Yeah. That's the energy we need today. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely, indeed. Josephina, how are you? It's been a while since you've been on the show. Great to have you back. <laughs> I think she might have frozen. Excellent. Yeah, that's I a thought she thing. was just elated with our banter. <laughs> <laughs> and she's gone. I wish we had one of those like technical difficulty blasts. Shit. We'll be right back. Hello. <laughs> oh, that was that was amazing. Back. What happened? Uh yeah, um my internet just like bombed out. Um I'm worried that's probably gonna happen again. Uh don't know how that's to fix right. that. <laughs> happened to me various Excellent. times today. Yeah. Look, as the... long as the recording's all good. Yeah, that's the, good uh, gun. Yeah, so, <laughs> so oh, sorry. That's, if that that's happens so again, just I don't know, just cut me out of the show. No, that's just a uh, proper authentic no. Australian experience. We'll just always <laughs> one of us. No, that was very good. Uh, no, so we we just asked how you were, and it's great to have you back on the show. Thank you. Um, as long as I can uh, stay online, I'm very happy to be around. <laughs> well, look, you looked very. Very pleased to be here in the in, in the in the. Oh, was it still had. really bad? It was really no, bad. It was, no, it was okay. no, it was Cut me out. Positive. Cut me out yeah. of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good, very good. Adam, how are you going, mate? Your hair's looking slick. You got a mullet, apparently. Thanks, mate. I do. Yeah, I can only look at you front on, uh, in fear of ridicule. I all of my workmates have have been trying to get me to like look in a left or right direction, which is hard to do over 
like teams meetings. Cause I mean, what are you going to do? What's to the right of your home office? Like it doesn't work very well, but mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Fresh cut. It's good for the, the warmer, the warmer weather. It's getting a bit. Very nice. Getting a bit stuffy. Why the mullet though? Uh, I let Key decide my haircut. Uh, is this the choice that she went with? This was the choice. Yep. So I, mean, I don't know how to read into that. No, nah, look, I, th- I think it's fine. My brother cut my hair as well, just as an added little bit of weirdness. Um, but yeah, I, I've i been getting the same haircut for like fucking eight years. So I was like, hey, Key, time to do something new. And I gave her the keys to the keys to the car and a mullet is what she came up with, inspired. I can next time get a mohawk. Nope. Okay, don't do that. Thanks, though. Until you no get worries. called up to the plate to choose the hairstyle, mate. You keep that to yourself. Okay, I, I, mate. I had a mohawk once. It was. Uh... I have no doubt that you did. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> James, how are you, sir? Yeah. Oh, great. Play a lot of video games over the past few days, and they've mm. all left me feeling various degrees of wanting to unalive myself. So, um, okay. it's been great. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, glad you're here. Nathan, yeah, how, uh, I've had how a few of those weeks, mate. Yeah, good. I've I've also had a trim. Not that anyone would notice. Thanks for not noticing. But the remarkable point of that is, on my way home, I took it during lunch, and on the way back, I said to April, "Where you want a coffee?" So I got her a coffee, and uh, she takes hers with full cream milk. Turned a corner two blocks from my place, absolutely upended it on the passenger uh. seat. Uh, so I spent all of my afternoon trying to like buy carb and lift it out. It went real deep, right? The smell's repulsive, man. Like, until mm. you've spilt a full, like, proper milky coffee in your car, that smell will haunt me. And I don't know how long it's going to take to get out. <laughs> Filth. Mm-hmm. Just wait till the sun hits it tomorrow. It's going to be mm. great for you. <laughs> yeah, very lucky for you that it's been a really bad summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. That car's that done is... so well up until now. I've managed to keep it, like, pristine inside, but now it's probably permanently tainted. One bad day. Mm. Mm. Could be worse. Could have kids. I love. I hear that they love getting milk in your upholstery. <laughs> Don't they just That's smell like that? Don't they just all smell yeah. like hot milk? <laughs> Curdled milk. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just stopped it. It could have been worse. Could have kids, and we all just understand. <laughs> <laughs> the smell. Very nice. Alrighty, let's get stuck straight into it. Uh, we have a couple of little quick shout-outs this week before we get into what we've been talking about. Uh, Mark's PlayStation Portal review is now up on the website. You can check that out. Uh, he says very, very quickly, uh, he says, despite some glaring design errors, the PlayStation Portal is now the best way to dive into remote play if you're keen for it. And asking and asking price isn't too steep. I can't remember if we talked about this last week or not. I feel like he was no, because it came out on he, pu- he published it Friday. But yeah, so yep. you can go read Mark's review on uh, the website there. And he also did his penny little big breakaway or whatever that game is called. Um, there's a preview up on the website as well. I don't recall if we had did we shout that out. Oh, no, we I are think now. So. Good shout-outs. And he says, uh, even at this early stage, Penny's big breakaway feels like it's on the right path towards a positive outcome. Penny and her trusty yo-yo appeal to my old spirit, that classic experience uh, that's been lacking in modern game design. There have been attempts to recapture that magic in recent years, ukulele for one, but hopefully the 
the hopefully developers evening star can polish this one up to a wondrous shine so far so very good that game uh comes out uh this year hmm. uh so good job mr marky mark um has anybody else been playing anything that they want to share or talk about? All right. Want to? <laughs> ah, yes. You, you've you been playing Suicide Squad. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, I'll probably have... I need to ruminate on it a little bit, I think. <laughs> um, the various degrees of disappointment that I have. Uh, but James has played through a decent chunk of the game with me, and so did Ash. Um, we wrapped up the final boss fight literally about half an hour ago, um, and it was insultingly bad. Um, yeah, the game is... I mean, by this stage, you you have heard plenty of opinions about Suicide Squad, and I was hoping that maybe I would be on the more positive end of the shit sandwich, um, but no, I'm very much in the trenches with everyone that thinks it is a colossal waste of potential and a massive disappointment but mm. i'll have my full thoughts probably next week i would say because i've it, the, the wound's too fresh it'll just be vitriol if i open my mouth about it now yeah i'm surprised that game's uh getting a lot of love on the steam reviews normally those folks are brutal it's still sitting on a nice very positive with just under three thousand reviews on steam now that's not a metric of much but i expect like I expected it to kind of get a bit of a lashing. Uh, I wonder those if it's, folks take no prisoners. I would wager it's because performance-wise and from a design standpoint, like visual, like audio visually, it's very impressive. Um, so I wonder if maybe the PC crowd are just happy that something is well, fucking working on day one. See, I didn't think that it was like digital. I think it was Digital Foundry did a thing saying like on PC, it's just an absolute mess. Uh, uh, I'd hoped for better, but sorry, Steam community. In terms of what I'm playing that's not for review, I'm catching up on the Like a Dragon series because I normally try and stay up to date. Infinite Wealth just come out. Might play that sometime this year if I can find a spare hundred hours. Uh, But I'm I'm playing uh, Gaiden. Uh, the man who erased his name nice. or whatever that subtitle goes and oh. I'm enjoying it but it makes that I, I was surprised it didn't cop a little bit more flack because it makes that one sin that I find generally pretty unforgivable in uh, games role playing or adventure games where it forces you to do a lot of side quests as part of the main quest like it forces you to do uh. a lot of the side shit to Scott and and gates you and it gates you as early as the first chapter i want to say and it gates you hard every chapter so this game if it didn't gate you you'd finish it like you know a couple of hours but it gates you hard the only saving grace is the side content in those games is my favorite so it's great to have a you know a good opportunity like like i don't mind being forced to play that any other game generally i'm a bit like like can i just do the critical path it's not really side content if you're forcing me it's absolutely forced here and it's forced like I'm ten hours in, I'm on the third chapter. Like that's it's brutal, but it's Yikes. good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I was about to have that same question. Like, is it a side quest if it's like not optional? Exactly. But I guess <laughs> do they do it in this instance? Because like I imagine the story is like really good, and I guess that's how they keep the pacing of it going. 
I don't know because it the, it kind of grinds to a halt like constantly. Um, mm. And if it didn't like, it would be not like a nice paced story, but I think it would be wrapped up in like three hours, like quite short. Um, so it feels very padded. The fact that they and it's real arbitrary too. It's like um, it'll be like, hey, you've got to go complete uh, like thirty side quests before the next main quest. Like it's really quite aggressive. Mm. Um, but I don't really recall many people sort of, um, I don't recall seeing that criticism much. I'm sure it was out there. It clearly wasn't enough to turn people off the game because I think it was received quite well. I'm, I'm loving it, but to anyone else, I imagine that would be quite appalling, just the fact that it grinds to a stop every hour or so. And there you go. That's another five hours of just menial labor before your next little snippet of cutscene. Um, but, but you know, it's a comfort food for me. So mm. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, Josephina, have you been playing anything at all? Um, I've been catching up on a bunch of games from last year and I've been playing a lot of Dave the Diver. I'm not sure if you guys have talked about this game. Um, that flew have... under many of our radars, didn't it? Yeah, yeah very I don't much. think anyone here has played it, yeah. Mm. Oh, true. It's, um, yeah, I, I don't know why that happened to me as well because I had it wishlisted when it was like still in early access and I was keen for it. And I don't know if this is true, but I have a feeling that all that uh, controversy around them not being an indie game and blah, 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 mm. maybe, I don't know, um, put them in an unfavorable light or something, which really shouldn't happen. Um, yeah. Cause I, I couldn't really figure out why I just like didn't get around to it. Um, Mm. especially because circles definitely changed its perception a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Um, and it's such a shame because yep, I've sunk about like 50 hours into it. I (laughs) love it. And I think it is now my, like my new game of the year for 2023. Damn. Like I really, really like it. Um, yeah, it's just uh, and and you you play it immediately, and I I don't know if other people are feeling this, but you play it and you're immediately like, no, this isn't in, this can't be an indie game, whatever <laughs> kind of definitions we're going for, this doesn't, it it just feels really clean and polished, and it does um, really interesting things that it doesn't have to do at all, um, it just keeps opening up, I guess, um. <laughs> Yeah. It's been announced for PlayStation release. So, yeah, Mm. I think I might get on it when I can sit on the couch and give it a play. Oh, um, you you can play the Godzilla. (laughs) Yeah, how cool. Um, Steam Deck. Yeah. Okay. Oh, see. Yeah, but I think it's on, it's available on Switch. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's got a Dredge crossover. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure when that's... that's Does it already have that, or...? Mm, When I was playing Dredge over Christmas, I saw something in the Steam store. I wasn't sure if it was for Dave or for Dredge, but it was a crossover. Uh, Don't know which one it was for. Yeah, I haven't actually um, played any of the um, DLC for Dredge. Is it... I also have not tried that. I haven't tried that either. I just never got around to it. It was... Very brief, very small. I wasn't blown away by it, but I mean, it was like seven bucks. So for what I paid for <laughs> it, brilliant. You know, I just yeah, okay. I wanted more. Hmm. Makes sense. Hmm. It does. What have you uh, been playing, else? Zach? 
Hound, or, uh, is it anything else, Josephine, or has it just been Dave? I mean, you did say 50 hours, so do you ever have, do you have time for anything else? <laughs> yeah, I, other than that, I've been trying to just play little demos that have been coming out. Um, I, I played a few big ones from last year, and I was just a bit wah about it, so I, it's not worth mentioning, and I don't want to be mean. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we like being mean here, though, don't we, James? We do, we do. <laughs> if you want to give me two minutes to not be mean, though, uh, I finished Alan Wake 2. Uh, oh. I thought it was exceptional. Game of the year, happily, easily, 10 out of 10, bada bing, bada boom. Um, you can't really talk about that ending without spoiling it, unfortunately. No, you can't. But the, um, <laughs> I'm excited to see the way that the DLCs build on mm-hmm. what's going on. Uh, let's just go with that. Uh, also, Silent Hill 2, I've been dabbling in um, because I wanted to have a fresh point of comparison for the Blue Team stuff that's been going on because the reception to that has been fascinating. Uh, and I wanted to have a, a more one-to-one in my mind to see what they've, they've been working with. And then in keeping with the theme, I also played a bit of the, um, what is it, a short message mm, uh, yeah. demo uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, looks very cool. Uh, it's very Resident Evil-ified in terms of its UI and stuff. Um, monster design is cool yeah uh, it's 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 fine it's a first person to our horror experience there's not really much else to say about it um but yeah does it feel like they're doing a pt ish thing with it is that the is there the not, idea to sell silent hill I, 2 what's its purpose i do not know i imagine it ties into silent hill f because it's got a lot of flower imagery uh, and a lot of cherry yeah. blossoms and stuff um but yeah. i don't think it's directly pt inspired i think that would be a little gauche even for konami uh, mm. at this point but um I, I think it's just a a standard first person with a flashlight horror kind of time uh, so yeah, nice. Yeah, sounds like it's being received a little better than Ascension because that landed like a wet fart. Yeah, well, I mean, Ascension, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe I'll get around to that. If I get Silent Hill pilled, we'll, we'll see how we go. <laughs> Very good. Nice work. Uh, me, not much. I did play the preview for Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, uh, which was like a first hour of the game. Uh, I didn't know before, but I, I mean, I assumed before, but this is a one-to-one remake. This is literally you know, uh, what you've played before, but being jazzed up in its visual department and the controls uh, and animations and stuff have uh, have been tightened. And uh, I don't remember who, but he, who actually has played the first one, or not the first one, but who's played the original. Yeah, uh, that those controls were a bit wacky at times. And um, Yeah, that's a good descriptor. Uh, but yeah, they're a lot more, I mean, it's still a bit funky playing with two people at once. Like he's still kind of... One analog for think- one, one for the other. Yeah, and and sometimes you find yourself going off like like that because um, you kind of lose like <laughs> yeah, like lose sense of where you are. But um, it feels a lot more. Uh, it feels more responsive and just better to kind of play now. Uh, and vi- visually, it's it's great. It's running on Un- Unreal Five, uh, and which kind of just helps bring uh, that like fairy tale kind of world to life a bit more. And um, there's a bit yeah, just a bit more detail because I kind of went back and watched. Uh, I probably only spent 10 minutes, but I watched like bits and pieces of like um, the game. And yeah, it does. It looks fairly dated now. I would say it probably plays quite dated as well. Um, I still think the best way to play this is going to be by yourself. I think you'll, you'll get the most out of the narrative and the whole experience if you play it by yourself. But you can... Is it co-op? It is now. There's local co-op. Oh. But I thought the whole, like the whole mechanical emotional thrust of the end of that game would be ruined by co-op, right? 
well, yeah, that that's why I think it's this is better. Mm, this is still, yeah, but it, it is an option okay. there. So if you if yeah. you want to play it, um, you know, go for your life. But yeah, that comes out February twenty eighth. Uh, PS five, Xbox Series consoles, and PC. I think that's it. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Had fun. Uh, not much you can really say without spoiling the game because it's it's it is a very narrative heavy game. Mm. Um, yeah, that is I for this week. Uh, all right, let's go straight into the big topic for this week, and that is uh, we put out an article about Aussie made games that we're pretty keen for. Uh, Josephina James and I contributed to that. But so we thought we'd talk about them on here, and then Adam and Nathan, the floor is yours as well. If there's any homegrown little delicacies that you want to talk about uh, at all, so Josephina, what's uh, out of the how many did we do four? So out of the four that you did, what's your what's your big one that you've uh, keen on this year? Oh, okay. So I mentioned uh, Jeanette de Monet's Slumlord and a Witch. Bits and bops. The other one. No, wait. wait, wait uh, hold up. I think you did. Wait, wait. <laughs> on, I'm on the article now. You did bits and bops. Uh, Spirit well. Uh, and diets and deities. Yes. Yes, of course. I didn't mention that because we were just talking about it. Um, we were. Yeah. But I also don't remember anything. Um, yeah. Look. Spirit well. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that's probably the one that's going to take a while to come out. Um, yeah, because I had a sneaky look at, um, I forget the guy's name, but yeah, he's he was going to launch like a Kickstarter campaign and it's David just Chen? not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's just not kickstarting, um, which is a shame. They're not getting funding or they didn't get funding or no they just didn't it it seems like they haven't even started the campaign yeah um yeah big shame because um yeah i played a demo at pax at some point and it's really really cutesy and i feel like from what i played it um a lot of games like to say they're like ghibli-esque or inspired by certain like cutesy anime and um you know these fantasy worlds like you know zelda stuff like that um but i feel like even the little snippet of playing that demo it it gets that ghibli feeling really right which i think the the big draw for me for those types of narratives are um just the immersive aspect it's not necessarily like oh look at this quirky thing and look at this crazy thing over there it's more you're watching or you're being a character um having to learn the rules of a completely different world um and to fit in and most of the time make your way home um yeah so I was just like super impressed with that I'm really looking forward to the other three games I mentioned as well um but yeah, Diets and Deities, I think it's coming out really soon, at least in, like, I think it might be early access. No, I think it's the full Is it the full? thing. Yeah. Um, I think. I yeah. Know, I'll just check for you now. 
and Jeanette de Monet, yeah, like, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so Jeanette de Monet is, um, I, I think it plans to come out sometime this year. Bits and bops, they haven't um, mentioned a specific date, but I mean, with that game, it's going to be, I think, really cute, really fun. But again, it's it's kind of like a rhythm based uh, keep the beat game. So like I'm not super in a rush to play it as much as something like, you know, Spirit Well. <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. Janet DeMornay looks so cool as well. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what Fuzzy goes to doing with that. Just seeing it now for the first time. And it's pretty whack. Oh, really? True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, their other game was very uh, whack, I guess, if you find it mm. cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they have those uh, obscure names. Oh, uh, this is the queer man peering into a rock pool, folks. Gotcha. Yeah. Dot JPEG, of course. Dot, dot JPEG. <laughs> My apologies. You gotta, you gotta put some respect on that full name. <laughs> uh, very good. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, the ones you've chosen. There's a good little. It's. I think we've all got a pretty good mix. Like there's a different. Mm. Um, all of our, you know, each of our four is is quite different. Um, yeah, but Spirit World I have seen on our um yearly calendar thing for a few years. I feel like it's been in development for a while. Mm. Like what three years at the very least. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting worried. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I think now that you've uh, talked it up, I think he's got no choice but to yeah, put that out into the world. You know, release yes, the Chen please. cut of Spirit please, World. Please, Chen. That's... Please, Chen. Don't let me down. <laughs> uh, James, what do you? Uh, what's mm. what's one of your games that you're absolutely frothing for, mate? Uh, your holy and virtuous heretic really took me by surprise. Uh, this, this game kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, developer, I will bite raw coffee beans, which is already, we're off to the races here. Um, I, I describe it as it's like somebody ran Kingsfield through a cursed emulator and then strapped on like a turn-based, uh, combat system as well. Um, so there's a bit of first person exploration. It's sort of a 19th century set, uh, experience. Um, you're going to be collecting demons to fight other demons. So a bit of persona in there as well. Um, Um, But it's all got this very, like, crunchy, old aesthetic to it uh, that just gives it, like, an immediate kind of uh, vibe, aesthetically speaking. Um, And just, yeah, like, the the idea of, like, a story that's dealing with, like, summonings and demons and, you know, occult suspicion in that era as well. I just, everything about this is super exciting to me. I think it's one developer as well. um, And they are getting help on the soundtrack uh, by composer Law Spinner. Um, But other than that, I think it's just a one-person job and i am very impressed solid so the one the one game that caught me uh before i chose by surprise is actually drift city kings Mm. uh which is like this like cartoon like it's almost like a saturday morning cartoon like uh way i described it is it's like uh it's got like a backdrop of like rugrats there's when when they have like not cut scenes but like cut scenes but like animations and stuff there's like a rugrats kind of aesthetic like the background just they're like uh, fuzzy kind of feel to it if, if that kind of makes sense uh but also like it's got a bit of siggy butt brain to it as well like it's got that, that kind of character kind of design to it michael uh, and when i mentioned mm. and what's that michael cusack like the siggy butt brain and all that oh shit. is that is it is that, that the guy who yeah. did, did it yeah right uh when i mentioned to um that to the developer I was chatting to them on Discord and when I mentioned that oh, this is what it kind of looks like to me, they were like, that's not a combination I, wa- 
like like that I would have thought like thought of. Uh, but it's so, yeah, so um, but it's got uh, well designed inspirations from like Earthbound, which is uh, quite a popular little like mm-hmm. RPG kind of thing. I've I have no idea what like what it is, but hey, it wouldn't. It's, it's Nintendo. Quite, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's for the kids. Um, That's the so weird. I don't. The way he did. <laughs> I don't see the the Earthbound. I see the Rugrats more than. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the that like top down kind of style of exploring the world, which is what I mm. kind of gathered from just looking at some screenshots of Earthbound. <laughs> uh, but it's also but it's also a racing game, so you're a racer. So it's kind of like a micro machines racer game. Yeah. So essentially, what you you are uh, you play is I don't think you have a preset character. I, I think yeah, but. Because um, you can actually generate your own. Like there, there is a demo online that you can play. Uh, but yeah, you basically create a character, and your job is to work a boring ass nine to five job uh, to earn cash to then um, live your dream of drift racing around uh, a city known as Drift City. And then your task is once you get more cash, you can get uh, parts and stuff and spice up your your car with some fresh paint. And uh, yeah, you can take on the the drift lords lords's challenges. So, um, seems seems pretty good. Seems seems pretty fun, like a like a fun little game. Uh, I, I think it's coming early this year. I really love a game or any kind of media where you just kind of are trying to reach for things that it's similar to, and it's just like a whole hodgepodge of other shit because there's nothing quite like it so yeah it's exciting to hear that like the harder it is to explain something the more i want to see it and play it so yeah yeah you've you've sold me i mean have you seen it i've just i gave it a google and i understand why it was so hard to explain <laughs> it is fucking wild uh, I, but yeah. I i get the siggy butt brain thing though i i certainly i certainly get the, the yeah. feel yeah yeah Jesus. Uh, you boys got any that you want to shout out? Adam and Nathan? I was stuck in fear of you asking me because I hadn't done my homework. Um, but flicking through, there's a really... Have you heard of wellplayed.com.au? They've got a really great article of every Australian... The golf site, you mean? That's Ooh. the one. We love high. <laughs> that is the golf site, Yes. Every Australian and New Zealand made game released in 2024. Mate, I had a, a cheeky little scroll through there. Great list, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I was reminded that Dead Static Drive exists in some form. Does it? Um, <laughs> in some form. Apparently, yeah, it is. Um, well, they, they locked it in. They said it's coming 2024. Uh-huh. Um, yes, yeah, so, so I. The fact that they describe it as Grand Theft Cthulhu is fantastic like that is i am mm. I'm, I'm all on board for that and the game's like what people know it for it's it's art style and aesthetic obviously is right up my alley um but just the yeah general themes and vibes from it i'm very much here for i'd love to see a little bit more from it because i feel like it's been a long while since we've had anything substantial um but yeah i was reminded that this game exists and i would love for it to be an actual product that i can play one day Coming this year, baby. Xbox Game Pass. Let's do it. Xbox Series X, Series S, PlayStation 5. No, it's not coming to PlayStation 5. I'll get around 5. it. Um, unless Phil Spencer decides he wants to bring it there as well. 
Josephina, no, Nathan, sorry. What have, uh, what have, what do you got for us? I mean, I've, I've probably already been rooting for this one a few times in the past. Uh, I think it's this year. It'll be uh, the Dungeon Experience by yes. Bone Assembly. Oh, yeah. The local folks. About the, uh, the, the, the wacky entrepreneurial crab that's trying to achieve financial freedom by working his way out of a dungeon and helping people along the way and performing uh, melodious jazz solos and... Mm-hmm. Just weird shit. It's a, it's the kind of game that looks like it broke into the illicit party bag and had a bit too a few too many nose <laughs> beers. It's a lot of fun if you watch it. Uh, it's a, definitely a game I'm pretty keen to get my hands on. And if those cues at packs or anything to go by, it's going to be pretty hot because folks were not giving up. That thing was hard to get access to. Um, I hope it's going to be this year. And uh, yeah, that that's definitely my. But but look, as as a quick second entry, and it's a little bit cheeky. Now that I've spent a little bit more time with it, solely of Infernum, right? It's just around the corner. It's a homegrown little title from the League of Geeks, the folks that did Armello. And it's kind of hooked me. And I'm really quite excited to see how that game is received by the public as a, as a 4X strategy game that rather than focusing on, like, map tactics, it's very much focused on like the social dynamic between players and scheming and creating like, um, well, schemes. Yeah. It's very <laughs> scheme heavy and deception heavy rather than how many unit, how many dudes can you put on a map and move around? It's not that kind of game at all. So real keen to see how that one unfolds. Very nice. Very nice. Josephine, you got another one you want to talk about at all? Um, there are, there are just a lot um yeah like you said like true city kings i'm looking for like i i just have um i don't know a crush on every so like She's uh, australian made game i just think we do such cool stuff oh. here um yeah i i keep seeing um i keep seeing stuff about uh doggy don't care doggy don't care what yeah, it just looks on. really cute. Um, taking off, yeah. Uh, it gives off almost, and I think I saw this online, so I, I'm stealing this comparison, but uh, not Duck, Duck, Goose. What's that one? Uh, Untitled, Untitled Goose, Goose Game. game. Yeah. I see it. Oh, I see it. for sure. For sure. Hell, um, I've never I've seen played, this. Has anyone played the demo of that? I before? want to now. <laughs> I have played yeah. the demo. It's a pretty, pretty good time, pretty fun time. Um. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's is cute. That, I don't know. If, is that coming this year, though? Mm, I have no idea. It's coming yeah. soon, apparently. Uh, oh, I, I, actually, I feel like know, a lot of them are just coming bar. soon. Yeah. Yes. Steam needs to rein that in. It does. All these games that are coming soon on Steam, and it's like, well, is it? I'm going to send Gabe Newell that? to your house with a calendar. Taps the calendar furiously. When is it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, just fucking hell, mate. Like, to be announced, just write that. Don't tease me with with coming soon when it's not coming soon, you know what I mean? Anyway, sorry about that. (laughs) Who are we? Um, Uh, James. No, sorry, Justin. Sorry. Sorry, I did also, I just remembered that um, Wooden Weather exists. I don't know what they're up to, but I feel like because I played a demo maybe like, what was it last year or the 
year before. I feel like they didn't really have a presence at any, like, at PAX or mm. anything last year. Yeah. Um, no, they definitely didn't have a, a booth, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm hoping they do something this year. I don't know if they'll release this year, but um, that's some. That's one of them that's always in the back of my mind. I really like the demo. Really like the premise of it. Mm. Playing God. Playing God. Basically. And <laughs> moving around your little wood people and knocking trees over and stuff. It's great. Playing the big man upstairs. Mm-hmm. What a What a weapon. James, you got uh mm. you, um, Surf Club, I just want to give a quick shout out to. Um I the it, I guess it looks like an Animal Crossing kind of type art style-ish. I don't know, it's very like cutesy pastel. Um, but it seems to be following like somebody who's coming back to their like beach hometown. Oh, someone had to. I wouldn't call it cozy, actually, but <laughs> that's okay. Um just, just my clarification yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. It's fine. Um, yeah, someone who's coming back and sort of like maybe dealing with some regrets in their late 20s and sort of encountering a, a, a lost love of theirs potentially who is still living in the town. Um, so all of that I think is really exciting. There's a surfing mini game that looks cute. Uh, but the trailer starts with this really kind of weird warped VHS footage that gives the entire thing a very off-putting tone and I, I don't know if that's going to be like an intentional thing that something's going to sort of like creep in uh sort of as we go along through the game i'm just i'm very excited to find out very good um just on wooden weather uh, a couple of years ago i went to a um what's the name big screen like day uh where you had like wooden weather cult of the lamb folk tales uh folk future folklore future folklore yeah yeah uh wayward strand and uh, anyway uh what a a day yeah so the (laughs) and this was actually at the wood and the weather um their actual studio but um one game that was there and that actually announced that they were coming in march it's still not coming it has not did not come in march uh, was do you guys remember Way of the Woods or Way of the Wood? What it was called, the oh, deer one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't Xbox pick that up? Like, didn't they, they did. make an investment into that? Yeah, I did. If you look at um, it's uh, is it Anthony Tan or Anton Anton Tan Ant Tan? Um, that's his his name, I think. Um, uh, yeah. So he, I think he tumbled. Is that how you is that we do on Tumblr? Like he tweeted, you tumbled. You tumbled. He tumbled. Uh, he tumbled that uh, it was coming in like March 2023 and it just gone. Mm. Gone. Mm. Uh, my other one would probably be. It's got to be probably Footy Bash, eh? Yeah, it's got to be Footy Bash. Footy Bash for the boys. Um <laughs> Nah, look, we had a we had a blast at PAX playing that. So um, you know, and I think uh, the AFL needs a fun game. So. <laughs> what yeah. um, what happens in that game? So fo- so Footy Bash is like a heavily stylized uh, arcadey take on AFL or Australian rules, and you there's like uh, two teams of ten. I think it's ten players. I think I wrote that down. It is here. Uh, two two teams of ten, and it's just a very like brutal uh take on the sport so you can kind of bash one another you can charge players you can when you take like 
uh, marks. They're like huge, like you know, you jump, jump up, up into in the, the scores. The There's like you know, they're all like, what's the right word for their kind of design? They're like, like caricatures. Yeah, of um, players, Very and they cartoony. kind of run like in this kind of like uh, this. Not, what's the right? They word? kind of but, look know, like, like cardboard cutouts, and they kind of move yeah. like it as well. Um, oh, okay, but, yeah. but then you can like dash and stuff, and there's blood and. Super, it's just good fun. Super moves. Yeah. I think matches yeah. play in about five minutes. Like it's a very yeah, brief a in and out, yeah. super arcadey. Anyone could pick it up, play it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's coming. I think. Well, there. I know that they were aiming for the beginning of the AFL season. So, which is normally around March, or which is around March. So, uh, we'll see if it lands there or not. Um, any others from you two, two lads? I've spat the, two in. The other one that I had, which two years running, I've been the bridesmaid and not the bride to actually play the game is Conscript. Conscript. Uh, Conscript. Yeah, boy. Um, this year mm. I was tightly behind James's back watching him play this intently. He loves that. Um, it, he I does. Do. He really, really does. Gets real short. Um, but yeah, everything from art style to concept is very very appealing in conscript it's like a a world war one survival horror game i suppose with an isometric viewpoint uh the combat looks very tense there were many times where i saw james kind of running away to try and reload his you know 1915 rifle that had the very (laughs) satisfying no (laughs) slide that bolt in yeah had that real uh satisfying ping when you were trying to reload it Mm -hmm. and yeah like thematically it really speaks to me whether i'll be any good at it i'll tell you now i won't be i'll be shit but the game is very unique so i'm I'm keen to actually get my hands on it and finally get married that got away from me sorry very nice all right, well, the, the other games that we give a shout-out to, James shouts out Arco. This this game looks actually really cool. I'd never even heard of it before. Uh, it's, by, it's by a four-piece dev team, and one of the devs is Australian. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 That's how it ended up in my little rotation of yeah. Australian games, yeah. Yep. Uh, I also had Bears in Space, uh, which is that kind of time-splitsy, time-splitsery. Uh, boomer shooter, fast-paced kind of thing. Uh, actually got a release date today, so it's coming March 22nd oh. uh, on PC. So there you go. There's a, also a demo on, um, what's it called? Steam. Uh, and Josephina shouts out to Bits and Bops. That's the new game from uh, Tempo Labs, uh, which is they did unpacking from memory. Is that correct? No. Is that no, <laughs> nah. Some other no, guys. They do not do. <laughs> they do not do. Who did? Who did unpacking? Um, which being? I'll have a look. Not, not yes. them anyway. Which being? Uh, so I think you're which, thinking yeah, Tempopo. Tempopo. That's what I nearly said. That. Yeah. Like oh, Tempopo is another one that should come out at some point. Shout out to Tempopo. Shout out Tempopo. But, but not Tem, but not Tempo Labs is bits and bops. Not, uh, but shouts that too. James also gives uh, Call of the Golden Valley a shout out, uh, which is a. This game looks quite neat. I nearly had this on my list last year, but it slipped into 2024, mm. so I didn't. Yeah, uh, first person investigation game in the outback. Looks very very cool. From uh, who's it? Who's it from there, James? 
That's a great question, Zach. You have the article in front of you. Uh, Os- Osaurus, I think is the name. Osaurus yeah, Studios. Yeah, sounds right. I had to re-record uh, my voiceover when I read that part. Because <laughs> uh, I, I didn't prepare. I was all like, Osaurus. I <laughs> was like, all right, let's 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 roll that back. Uh, then we also, yeah, that's, and then we also, uh, Josephina did Diets and Deities, which is the Darwin-developed little rhythm cooking game. Mm-hmm. Rhythm slash cooking game, which was quite neat. That comes uh, February twenty eighth. I think we might have said earlier, or twenty February twenty something. Uh, it do, it does come. I know that uh, I read that 20, earlier. Twenty first. Twenty first. Oh. Cool. Uh, and I had so I've always thought this is pronounced macabre. I thought that was the pronunciation for that word. It, I looked 100%, up on yeah on Google and it's macabre. So that's what I read in my in my video because th- th- that's what Google told me. I wanted oh, to make sure I got the no. Oh, you gonna look like a on YouTube? <laughs> oh, Zachary, macabre. Uh, this is the co-op multiplayer um, time fucked uh, game that's from Sydney Studio. Yeah, it's like a multiplayer thing where they're trying to um, blend the terror of single player horror with multiplayer settings. So. That's, it uh, does. Mi- it does. Webster a... holds both in accord. <laughs> good. It you calls could, it mate. a stealth extraction horror. I don't know how I feel about that middle word, but the game does look cool. Yeah, mm. Adam's got a weird thing about the word extraction. Something must have happened to him. Did he bloody get his rocks off for um, Rainbow Six Extraction? Though? Uh, that's probably what did it. You know, I do, I think rocks off might be. Nah. Being a little bit generous, give it like Mate, a you were you were eight point five and in all that. <laughs> he did that not. He didn't give that an Adam. <laughs> oh. uh, and that's all we've got. Cool. That's all we've got. Uh, but there's plenty more. There's tons of exciting ones to look forward to this year. Uh, yeah, we've got that little calendar going again. So check it out. It will be updated frequently with an asterisk. Uh, but we, you know, we plan to. So very very ex- exciting. Cool. All right, let's go do a quick little pause and hear from Ash and our good friends at Steel Series. Are you looking to upgrade your content? Tired of being drowned out by the world around you? Then look no further than the Steel Series Alias Pro microphone and the free-to-use Sonar software suite. The Steel Series Alias Pro has been engineered to capture richer and deeper audio thanks to a cardioid capsule that's three times larger than most other mics on the market. And when used with Sonar's AI-enhanced noise cancellation, your voice will be clearer than ever. The Alias Pro utilizes an XLR connection with 48-volt phantom power to capture more and can facilitate a dual PC setup thanks to the included preamp DAC, allowing you to effortlessly solve audio routing and adjust levels on the fly. The controls even act as a stream mixer, so you can adjust volume or mute, and it has RGB lighting. Gaming just found its voice. Alias Pro, available now, has everything you need to make yourself be heard all right amazing thank you once again ash and thank you once again to steel series for sponsoring the podcast so let's talk through very very quickly we won't go too long but let's talk about the state of play mm. oh yeah felt about holy that. shit that happened didn't it it did happen it did. james you want to take this because i actually have not seen it so yeah, uh, it was, what, 40 minutes, 15 games. Um, I had a great time, but I don't know what 
your average Joe does with this state of play, because this was one for the sickos and I loved it. Um, but again, it's not like, if you're wondering what your big like PlayStation game for the year is going to be, I don't think you still, you still don't really have an answer. Right. But, uh, for someone like me, we got this massive look at death stranding two, which was to me easily the highlight of this thing. Like that was like a, I think a 10 minute chunk of it was mm-hmm. just death stranding two footage. Um, it looks incredible. George Miller's in it. He's got an oil back cat. Why Love was that. Slappy the dummy from Goosebumps? In that <laughs> His <laughs> eyes went red when he was mad. He also went, had like fangs. He was at like, what, 15 frames a second or something as well. Like just exceptional, exceptional use of the form. I can't believe people give him the money to do what he does. Um, but yeah, I guess like that was like the, the, the big one that came out of this. Um, there was a bunch of other games sort of peppered throughout there. I don't know if we may want to go around the room and sort of shout out what, if anything excited anybody from this lineup. Um, for me, obviously Stellar Blade, I think looks fantastic. Um, this was our first like proper look at the game coming a lot sooner than I think anybody expected, Mm. which would put it at twenty. Yes, yeah, this is the the twonk. Uh the cuz I couldn't I, he's not a twink, so I couldn't necessarily use that. Um <laughs> but, you know, he he's got a bit of meat on him. He's a beautiful beautiful man. His name is Adam, her name is Eve. What more can I say? <laughs> like um No, I I think this looks really good. Uh I'm glad that PlayStation picked this up to sort of put a bit of oomph behind it because I like the concepts, I like the combat. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. April 26 looks exciting. Adam what jumped yes. out at you? Um, definitely the word twunk out of the, the last five <laughs> Yeah, minutes. that was a new one for me. Oh, man. <laughs> as soon as you published that, holy shit, that gave me a laugh. Um, to go off the beaten path maybe a little bit, Metro Awakening is a, a new VR entry into the Metro series. Um, historically, I've bounced off Metro a little bit, but I really, really like the setting like everything about a post-apocalyptic Russia just is nom, 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 nom. Very, very nice. But I just, I, I think maybe I just haven't given any of the games the correct attention they need to get immersed in it, I suppose. Um, but everything that they showed in this brief little one and a half minute trailer, like it just looks the goods. Being in that sort of environment in VR with all the immersive bits and bobs, you know, you're looking at your your oxygen meter on your wrist and it Pulse just, yeah. Again. yeah, man, it, it speaks to me in many, 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 many ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, Death Stranding 2 was, was the highlight for me. It had to be, it was 10 minutes of Kojima bullshit and I legitimately left a work meeting without notice to watch it. And I just didn't look at my work computer for those 10 minutes because that was me time, and it was a good yeah. time. Everybody gets 10 minutes a day yeah. to appreciate some Kojima. Absolutely. Um, Josefina, was there anything that jumped out here at you? Uh, no, not really. I think when you said this one was for the sickos, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm probably... Uh, the... I, I wouldn't throw up some signs over that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, uh, you know, the one thing that stood out was... Um, uh, everything just looked beautiful. I, there, there were a bunch of games that are, are just like not my type of game, but they all look stunning. It was really cool just seeing how long that Death Stranding preview <laughs> went on for. Um, yeah, but my biggest thing was David Diver, Godzilla, 
DLC. And then hopefully when they do that, they'll fix it so I can finally catch like the final fish that is missing from my <laughs> fish Pokédex. This is bugged out. I don't know what's happening. I have asked the internet. Uh, I've gone on forums. <laughs> I I don't know. And I can't, yeah, I just can't move on with my life. Anyway, so hopefully uh, Godzilla oh, well. will <laughs> fix that. Stir up the... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Nathan, I'm sorry I took Stellar Blade away from you. I'm not even sure if that's up your alley. Totally but uh, is. is there anything else that was uh, <laughs> but, working for you? But there absolutely is. Like Rise of the Rhone, and I was so pleased to get an extended look at that after what was a really quite intriguing first look last year, I think, where we were seeing like the rooftops of like this Yokohama that's got so much uh, sort of Western inspired colonial architecture. But now we get to see it in like a lot more action and nothing kind of like got me a little bit more giddy than when we see the traversal seamlessly move between grappling hook to paraglider to horseback in this seamless motion. I'm like, mm-hmm. Um, just curious as to how the open world will tie into the missions. Cause they made very clear in that trailer that the mission structures are very contained and they're kind of instanced from the open world that could be great um i'm, I'm positive for it uh, and definitely keen to see a lot more and it, it's just around the corner march 22 but uh, beautiful and the other thing for me is uh, silent hill 2 like that still fresh memory for me even though i played it like five years ago and it was remarkable even then and I don't know how to feel about this. It kind of looks like it's hitting those notes. I'm seeing so much that I recognize from the original, just with an over-the-shoulder perspective and glossed up. And I'm just so nervous about the team behind it. Um, but putting aside prejudice, I'm just really, really hopeful that it hits it out of the park again. But I don't know. It's such a... It's such a landmark game of its time to reproduce that in 2024 as a scary proposition. Good luck to them. Mm. Adam, you had a question about Silent Hill 2 Remake? Yes, hello, Adam from Well Played. Has Capcom ruined remaking horror games? Because I can't question. help but... Like, when they're, if, if they're going to say they're going to remake Silent Hill 2... Have they ruined I or can't have they perfected it? Well, yeah, I mean, both... <laughs> It's the kind of the same question, right? Because I can't look at this without thinking of the polish and the work that they put in for Resi 2, 3, 4. And when I look at the Silent Hill 2 gameplay trailer, I'm like, yep, that certainly is Silent Hill 2. But it like I but it's it's hard though, right? As someone Nathan, you obviously played the original way back in the day i would suppose no first time was about five years ago just before the pandemic uh, and it blew me away you've ruined it then so i'm wondering that like those who hold on to those memories of the game i feel like silent hill fans are different right oh they feel like they're they a maybe weird breed absolutely right i don't know if they want things to be overly polished i don't know i'm talking at my ass because i'm not a silent hill fan but conversations yeah. around the second game get so metatextual and philosophical yeah. and it's like what are we even talking about the same game because i my experience to the game was so different to what i've read of the fans on the net where that they're so interpretive and whew. yeah it, i mean regardless it'll be interesting i'm not a bloober fan no 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 that they do well with it fingers crossed yeah it's 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 gonna be something 
Look, I think you it know, looks you're bad. Throwing up darts at the me. dartboard. One <laughs> Thank will, you. One will hit. <laughs> Zach, well, what do you? What's your take on what the state of play? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think you care about Silent Hill. <laughs> uh, really? I'm quite like Silent Hill. Have, I've played have you played Silent them. Hill two yeah. back in the day? Yeah, and one. Okay, so then what's your take on the remake? Haven't seen anything from the state of play, so I can't comment on. <laughs> okay, yeah. thank There's you. a really helpful write-up on uh, well-played.com. I know there is. I will have to scroll it. Um, if I had to pick anything that would take maintenance, maybe Rise of the Ronin, because mm-hmm. I want a new Oni Musha. That's probably. Mm, <laughs> I mean, I know it's going to be probably nothing <laughs> like it, but. Um, for real though, that transition between the glider to the horse was fucking mm. mint. But also, uh, while we're on Rise of the Ronin, I will say uh, they've been open about the fact that they've stripped back a lot of the like overwhelming loot systems that they've put into their other games. Overwhelming is well. um, so the right word. Like really Excellent. This. Yeah, it's grotesque. It's, it was too much. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and they've added co-op for this as well. I don't know. I think this could really pop off for them. Um, so, yeah. This is their effectively their answer to Elden Ring in a sense. Uh, Elden mm. Ring by way of secret. I don't know. Um, yeah. Excited. No. Mm. Should be good. Uh, the, only, the only other one was maybe Judas. Again, not that I've really? seen it. That was my, probably my least favorite of the show. It looks so generic. No, no I haven't seen it. So, oh, okay, cool. Uh, but I'm just, you know, just the idea of, you know, the ex Bioshock people. But, but from what I've heard, it, um, it definitely looks like Bioshock. Bioshock. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I have heard that. Hmm. To be fair, like, I know that people are froth. They, like, people fucking love Bioshock. So, again, I feel like if there's a game that plays like Bio, like, it it walks like a pig, looks like a pig, I feel like they're, like... It's probably Callisto that- Protocol. Sure- oh, yeah, such a good point. <laughs> such a good point. I retract my statement, Nathan. That is such a good point. See, <laughs> if, if you do like games that... School like a pig. Um, <laughs> should play close to the sun, which is a very, very good Bioshock inspired um, game. I really, really enjoyed. It. I might have given it a eight point five on the website. Up there with Outriders. Uh, yeah, I can't. Remember. It's like Tesla inspired. I think it's Tesla. Uh, it's all Wait, about like the Nikolai, not the Elon. No, yeah. Not right. The, no. Okay, thank you. Just the real thank Tesla. You so very the real much. Tesla. Uh, really yeah. important distinction. To mm. know. Yeah, yes. there's like a lot yeah. of like things like about electricity and shit like that. So yeah, it's it's really mm. like it's really cool. Um, yeah. I think it came to PlayStation or Game Pass or it's PS- definitely on Game Pass. Pass. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's Game Pass. I'm thinking of yeah. Cool. Hmm. Mm. All right. Speaking of Game Pass and things that got too Speaking, close to the sun, <laughs> I know, right? Let's uh, let's talk about that because I know that we are excited. I feel very bad that Josephina has to be here for two of our more contentious topics. Yeah, now. it is unfortunate. Um, is this Microsoft time? It is. is this what we're yeah. doing? Okay, no, but this is perfect because I don't know a thing. Because you know. Okay, you. So, head if you wanted to to give like a sort of recap of the state of affairs for the audience and myself. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Yeah, so this has kind of happened because it was a couple of days, like, 
maybe it was even actually just yesterday. I think it was just yesterday. Uh, anyway, um, Xbox Era reported that Starfield would be heading to PlayStation 5 with its uh, like complete edition. So once the DLC launches, there would be like the Game of the Year edition is what we used to call them, but nobody gave Starfield Game of the Year, so they can't do that. Um, <laughs> so it would bundle in that DLC and push it over to the PlayStation 5, which was... You know, definitely an interesting morning to sort of witness Twitter and Xbox fandom at large kind of process that information. But then while they were processing that, uh, The Verge broke that Indiana Jones was also being looked at moving over to the PS5, I think about six months to a 12 months after initial release on the Xbox. Um, this effectively opened up the floodgates to what a lot of people were hearing behind the closed doors, which is that Microsoft had been pretty extensively looking at uh, vaguely third-party publishing, like not for everything that they would be doing, but the idea that, you know, 12 months after release, a lot of their ma uh, massive releases would uh, venture over to the PlayStation 5. Um, there was also reports that they had reinvested in PS5 dead kits internally, uh, which added further credence, obviously, to these rumors. And it culminated today in Phil Spencer tweeting, we're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for next week where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned. Uh, Xbox fans, being the normal people that they are, uh, reacted uh, passionately to this, let's say. Um, oh. This is a fan base that uh, has been riled up and you know, sort of trained to be a very specific, excited way specifically about the Xbox brand. And they collectively seem to view this as a bit of a, a betrayal of a, hey, we invested a good amount of money in, in your, your subscription services, PCs, Xboxes, to just be told the few games that have eventually come out or are eyeing to come out on the Xbox will now be moving elsewhere as well. Um, let's discuss, <laughs> you know, this is... Uh, Certainly a, a turn of events. Um, and to be clear, yeah. um, then they're not losing anything. Like, I'm not even joking. Uh, no. Like, the fact of the matter is, if you own an Xbox and you're passionate about it, you're not losing anything except a sense of superiority, oh. maybe? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, because I, I just assumed, I saw that, I thought it was like, we we were angry at xbox and i was like yeah they probably did a crappy business <laughs> they, they they did something <laughs> shitty i don't know um, that was last week yeah yeah <laughs> the oh, this is why this is why yeah. i think it's a, they, they've had yeah. a, a great fortnight um well that tweet uh, from phil spencer that that tweet is not um that sounds uh, yeah. like you caught us <laughs> like yeah like if this yeah. wasn't true he would have just said this is not true um, now I don't know if it's going to be exactly as it's been reported. I think there's probably going to be caveats and a lot of language around our Xbox family still matters to us, but also we need to start selling games because I, I, I think that their sales for the console have effectively flatlined over the past 12 months. Uh, game pass has plateaued. I'm pretty sure. Uh, because I mean, of, of course it has, like you only have a certain amount of install bases and there's so much you can do with that. Um, and Microsoft loves making money. So I, I think, guess it makes sense. I think, well, I think it makes sense. I remember we had this discussion in depth when the whole topic came about of what happens with their games, basically, like, you know, their games that they... And I always I always said that, like, it would make sense business-wise for them to keep it time... to have them as a time exclusive. Um, mm. You get, you know, the Xbox community gets it, gets it for the first 12 months. And then after that, yeah, come, it comes season. to PlayStation. 
Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe you maybe you you keep the legacy IPs to the Xbox, so your Halos and your Gears and your Forzas, they just stay mm-hmm. on on Xbox, right? But yeah, all this new stuff and stuff that was announced while Bethesda and all these companies were still third party companies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, they're effectively ig- ignoring a huge, uh, you know of money by not having these games on those platforms mm. and that's mm-hmm. you know and that's what it comes down to at the end at the end of the day and i was i was james you and i were kind of talking about it and yeah i think just the way that game pass is i just don't think that that is sustainable long term for mm-hmm. having yeah for like for game dev i just don't think i don't know how you can make a hundred million dollar game times 10 and be reliant mm-hmm. on su- subscriptions yeah, twelve bucks a month that may or yeah. may not be there. And yeah. sure, sure, there's probably like fucking millions of people that have got it right, which is a constant stream of, of money. But if you look at the PlayStation community, or you know, or PlayStation, not that they have that many games, but it's like you know they're getting ninety bucks or whatever, whatever their cut might be. Mm-hmm. They're getting every time a game comes out, right? Like they're getting, yeah. And it, and I've always said it like charging money for that game gives it a premium feel. Or a, or, a, or a vibe, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas yeah. Xbox is giving them all away for on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's great for the person who's, who's paying 12, 12, 12 bucks a month. But it kind of... Mm-hmm. It kind of... Contentifies limits, it. Yeah, it kind of makes it feel like, yeah, there's no... I don't know. Mm. That's my take. And I think it's definitely there's less of a player investment, right? You're not choosing yeah. to spend 100 of your mm. hard-earned dollars directly into a game and thinking, I need to play this for the next month or whatever it is um yeah it's it's a little bit different the buffet approach um yeah i uh there was a a a twitter space which is effectively like a a a town square where people can just randomly join and a a signed few people can talk and everybody else listens uh while this news was breaking there was about 1200 people hanging out in a twitter space that was called like i'm no longer an xbox fan or something (laughs) i jumped in because i was super curious um and you know like i I I said a lot of things about Xbox fans last week. I I have said a lot of things about Xbox fans sort of over my time, especially on this show. Um, But it was fascinating to hear them very openly just kind of lay out exactly what they were feeling and why they were feeling it. And there was just a lot of sentiments of, you know, if this is a $3 trillion company, why can't we have games that are just ours? Like, at what point do we stop giving them money because we're not getting anything quote unquote in return um and just the emotional stakes that they've kind of tied up in the identity of being an xbox owner and it's something i don't think about because it's like i have a playstation i have my switch i have my pc i'm just they're games they they mean nothing to me right but if this is the thing that you've bought this year or the thing that you invested money in when the xbox series x came out like i understand where some of the parasocial stuff especially because the way the marketing worked kind of came into their heads um but it was like genuinely fascinating to hear people just bleh about a lot of stuff. But it's like um, those games are still there and you get them they, first. They are. Yes. And I think a lot of the, what's passively being admitted to in these spaces at the moment is like, well, why don't I just get a PS5 then? Because then I get the Xbox games and the rest of the games that everyone else is sort of enjoying and talking about at the same time. Um, well, I, so. think, well, I think I think there's a clear reason why. So if you have it on, on Xbox, you get these games as part of Game Pass. You buy it on PlayStation, you got to pay 90 bucks mm-hmm. for it or whatever it might be, right? And you got to mm-hmm. wait 12 months. So you got to wait 12 mm-hmm. months and you got to pay for it. 
as mm. its own product. Sure. Yeah, you know, but, but then you're people... locked into the Xbox family from that point on, right? You, you don't get access to The Last of Us or, or the thing that everybody on the planet is sort of talking about. And I think that there's no, sort of a... I mean, um, kind of like how you buy Nintendo games to play Nintendo games, right? You could just have your Xbox mm-hmm. there to use Game Pass for when whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is comes out. Starfield, not Starfield. What's the next one that comes out? Avowed or whatever. Avowed something? Yeah. yeah. You know, one but of those. I guess Hopefully. what you're saying is that the the way that these communities have formed, the way just Xbox has marketed and set up their shit, it's like, I guess this news is kind of like, it sounds really silly, um, but I guess it, it's just like hurt pride. It's, it's kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, I've been Maybe, sacrificing... Yeah. Sacrificing all this time being a little Xbox fan, um, mm. being loyal to the consoles and the, and yeah, so I can see why, and, and it does sound like uh, you being in that like Twitter space actually did make you quite sympathetic. <laughs> Oh, to them. I mean, like, there, yeah. there were people that were just talking and it's kind of like, I think on Twitter and it's the way we all talk to each other on the internet, right? It's all very short bites and there's no tone. There's no uh, inflection that you don't sort of understand. I think a bit more about who's talking to you, but just like they were talking for like seven hours. I listened to about two of it and mm-hmm. I, I kind of tapped out after that. I had to go for a walk. Wow. Um, but, <laughs> wow. uh, but, but it's, it's a long time to just hear people have very frank conversations about how they're feeling. And like, I, I do think it's supremely silly. I don't like how hard these people have bought into the Xbox brand, but at the same time, you know, companies market to these people in a very specific way, in a very uh, deliberate not abusive is not the right word, but like in a very manipulative way. Right. And so if somebody has been manipulated by a brand and they're kind of having a moment where they realize, Oh, oh fuck, none of this actually meant anything. I will be sympathetic mm. for them in that moment. Just don't be an asshole about it. And I will happily listen to you. It's probably also a bit of, they feel a bit defeated as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you know, they've gone out and spent, well not they, but like Microsoft's gone out and spent all this money on uh, mm. yeah. studios and, and games and whatnot and IPs and yet they still have to bring it to yeah PlayStation yeah. to succeed. Hasn't been transformative, mm-hmm. no. Like they've taken no. all this stuff away from PlayStation, yet it's still coming back to PlayStation because mm-hmm. and I like think you, know, just, you you yeah. wouldn't see this shoe on the other foot. Like you wouldn't no. see yeah, you wouldn't see PlayStation going, oh fuck it, we'll bring Uncharted and Last of Us and I think GTA defeated show. is a good word for it because I know that if you're an ingrained Xbox fan, you've been hearing, I suppose, news bites that have been alluding to a better future for like two years, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're, you know, we're putting more on Game Pass. We're looking to acquire this studio, that studio. We're buying fucking Activision Blizzard. And it's all a promise. And then mm. I suppose when it meet it, it's at loggerheads with this news, which is we're also giving shit away to everyone else because we need to do that to have a better profit margin. So like it's mm. a it's an unfulfilled promise to them, I would assume. I don't know. It's really hard to to say because, like you said, James, we're in maybe a a privileged mindset where we have access to all of oh, the we things. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. There's um, no question. And I definitely. Like when I, when I put myself in the shoes of my younger self who had a PS3 and certainly 
nowhere near the budget to get an Xbox 360 as well. There were definitely games that came out on the 360 that I was like, oh, oh man, I wish, I wish I could play that, but I physically cannot. So I, yeah, I get, I don't understand the tribalism, nor do I condone it, but I understand it to a degree, I suppose. But also don't be a dick. Like, yeah. <laughs> on, on the other hand, if someone else is getting something and you are also getting to keep it, that is fine for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that probably works out better for them because they get more money. Sure. Why not? To make more games. Well, what? yeah. Yeah. To mm. buy Nathan, more studios. My last comment was my, I, I feel like my, um, Game Pass Nintendo predictions becoming tangibly more closer. She's getting <laughs> weird. I think it is too. <laughs> yeah. Switch 2. Switch 2. I can't remember what like, I called it now. Uh, it... Oh, what did he call it? S- fuck. Super Damn. Switch? No. Uh, Swift or something. Z- Shift. Shift. That's right. Shift. Shift. Nintendo Shift. Now with Game Pass. Um, Hell yeah. Is it, what is, is Shift? It <laughs> uh, it's my prediction for what they're calling the Nintendo 2. That Shift. Switch 2. The shift. Yeah. The Nintendo shift. Oh, yeah. Tell us how much you love it because he's only had positive feedback so far. <laughs> I need it. It's really good. <laughs> Thank you so much. That really means the world to me. Uh, do you think Do you think that would come with full-blown Game Pass? No. Or just like it'd a, be truncated. Like a, yeah, like a... Yeah. Uh, the only well, the Switch can run collection. like, what, four of the games on well, Game Pass? On like, fuck me. Maybe they I discover so. streaming. Oh, well, yeah. they have, well, well, they have cloud. Oh, well, we <laughs> don't. But doesn't the don't Nintendo? Not Australia, but yes, it does. Oh, really? Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Nintendo make too much money from like physical games? Though? Oh, they love I physical that... media. Yeah, but I mean, like, you're never going to see like a. I imagine if you're going to go out and buy a Nintendo cartridge, that game is never going to be on Game Pass. So, like, I I hope that it wouldn't be too much of a crossover for them. Um, I do wonder what it would do to their, like, digital market, though, because that thing has, like, either really good sales or terrible. Uh, There's no in-between, sort of, on the the Nintendo eShop. Yeah. I was thinking more, um, not Nintendo games coming to Game Pass, more... um, Microsoft like, games like re- the Rare Replay Collection. Yeah, like, like Sea of Thieves. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's something else? Sea of Thieves. Uh, sorry, on on the note of uh, the state of play, uh, the person that leaked pretty much the entire lineup for that is also the person that's been talking about Sea of Thieves coming to PS5 very soon. Mm. Uh, so like, it seems like like the, the dam's about to break. Um, so. That game's like 10 years old though. Like, yeah, if, you care, if you still care about Sea of Thieves. People do love as that in, game. Sorry, if you care that that is coming to PlayStation... After yeah. like having it, what for other 10 pirate years? game are they going to play on their PS5? Hey, 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 hey! They're going to play um, what's that one that fucking old mate? Ah, uh, fuck, Piranha Bites. What what uh, what's it called? Risen, Risen, Risen. Oh, Risen? mate, didn't Piranha Bites just get the chop? Fuck, Risen was absolutely <laughs> heinous. It was proper <laughs> oh, Euro jank. It is. It Isn't there three of them? <laughs> Yes, I've I've played two of them. Oh really? <laughs> Fucking oh my god! I've only those played games the first, so bad. and it was well, I, I it. Keep I don't going. Shit on them, but fuck me! What a studio! Like <laughs> Risen, Risen Two. Is there is there a Risen Three? Oh, there Did absolutely yes. is. Oh, yeah, there is three. Yeah, cool. Elix and Elix Two. Like, mate. Did they also mm. are they also a studio that did the old Gothic games? Yeah, they did Gothic. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah. they're definitely doing well, the Well, my understanding one. is that yeah. people generally liked Gothic for what it was, and then everything since has been steady in degrees of no. That's a shame, yeah. though, because Piranha Bytes have been at it for a long time, only to get embraced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. but like, well. they haven't really... Do you know, though, yeah. apparently yeah. they were working on Elex 3 when they got embraced? No fucking Jeez. way. That's <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of things I wish people wouldn't be working on, uh, there are rumours that Naughty Dog is making an Uncharted Drake's Fortune remake. Um, so, yay. I mean, the, the remastered trilogy version of Drake's Fortune was virtually a remake anyway. Like, they redid the controls and everything. Yeah, exactly. Did they? Um, mm. Oh, is this the Uncharted collection? Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, mm. uh, I don't hate it, but I don't really care either way like I'm not... i just want them to make something new that isn't yeah no, yeah, yeah like they um, are kind of that, taking piss a little bit like if but yeah, it makes if sense bit... if you go to the movies you watch fucking whoever who who played sully in the movie it was Mark someone Wahlberg? that made Marky yeah you see Mark. mark Wahlberg on the big screen and you want to see him in the game and that game oh, best shut be up. up to modern day standards <laughs> You think they're going to Tom Holland, Nathan Drake? <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Please no. Oh, Lord. Uh, anyway, that, that's that's the news. What a what a what a week! It's Tuesday. Yeah, another just quickly <laughs> uh, in other news. Uh, another Aussie game is actually getting a release date. I don't know if this. I think this is embargoed. Like for currently, it's going to be fine by Friday. Um, but Servo Nauts, do you just do? Is it remember that that game? It's like a co-op. Let me, sorry, I'm just going to get up the, uh, the presser. Where are we? So, time to blow up the Cosmos. Coach, co- couch, co-op, space romp, servo noughts announced. Spice on a PC and Nintendo uh, Switch this year. Uh, probably, embargo's probably up by now. Uh, coming, oh, sorry. It's just coming this year. Sorry, I thought it had a release date. My apologies. Well, Ugh. You just upset oh, all the Servo Nort fans. They're gonna there's, heads out there's, there's gonna be a, a, tw- a Twitter space. I'm no longer a Servo Nort fan. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. That's> sad. <laughs> oh, Grim. Fuck. Grim yep. indeed. Uh, anything else? Nothing no. jumped out at me. No. Fortunately, there was no layoffs to talk about. What a pleasant surprise! A whole week. Yeah. Mm. How long can go? we go? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask if anything good happened this week, but um, at least nothing bad happened. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not destined for it's all neutral, provided you don't yeah. weirdly care about these things. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> hey, guess what? We've got like twelve minutes before we hit the ninety-minute mark. You know what that means? Off topics, baby. Come on, then. So reviews for. Uh, inquisitor have just dropped they have what Uh-oh. is the inquisitor that's that um church man one uh <laughs> playing a medieval church detective cop church cop i'm so sorry so this is ign's um review they gave it a, a six and it says playing a medieval oh. church cop hunting a vampire is a great concept but blurry choices weak combat and a ton of hand-holding keep the inquisitor from a compelling inquisition Oh my god, that what? church man <laughs> really got me. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we'll read one more. What What do we feel the next one's going to be? Who are we going to go with? 
go with yeah, PC give us gamer. the outlet first. Actually, PC gamer. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like PC gamer, and we'll go IGN Africa because. Sure. Why not? Okay. I mean, <laughs> all right then. Hard turkey with that. Um. Give us the give us the little blurb first, just, and then we'll, just we'll see if we can't can... read like Afrikaans and shit. <laughs> well, I, think I think it's just it's just the IGN review, but a paragraph of it. Some yeah, some regions do that. Um, they don't all have dedicated reviews. Well, that's a fucking stitch up. Give us all PC right. Gamer, mate. Give us the PC, rundown. PC Gamer. Gee whiz, is that the visuals? Yeah, it's... Holy... Are you, are you surprised? Sure, I thought you'd seen the trailer well, for this before now. I have seen it, but I don't remember it being in that... Um, the thing looks about looks a step like up from Claymation. Like, I was going to say it looks like it's a Prana Bites job, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. The Inquisitor is a grim yet strangely gripping dark fantasy story, memorable if a little rough around the edges. It's from Big Robbie Jones, the print editor. Shoutouts, Robbie. 6.5? The Inquisitor does deliver on the concept, which is oh. to carry the player along a dark fantasy narrative in a unique twisted world, but that core experience is intercept, no, interspersed sorry, God, uh, with so many light variants of certain gameplay mechanics. We've all played better versions... Uh, yeah, sorry, that we've all played better versions of... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Any, any thoughts on what this score could be? Yeah, big fiver. I think six and a half. I reckon he's been generous. Seven. Seven. Five. Eight. What you just, Pretty much. What you I'll, just said to I'll me didn't eight. sound like... Seven, nine. Okay. Seven, 79. Okay. That's why I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, right. I was not expecting that. You've played, yeah, you've played different... a better game than this on every level. Eight. Did they have two different people? One <laughs> did the review, one did the score. Without <laughs> conversing with each other. I shouldn't mm. judge. I'm guilty of this. I gave Outriders an 8.5. I'll get to it before you do, Zach. I wasn't going to say anything. I mean, I gave Far yeah. Cry 5 a 10 almost. I gave a 9. Yeah, that's a bit... How are you doing? That is almost Absolutely, eh? I'm still waiting on that check from Ubisoft. <laughs> be, from the big All right, let's go to off-topic, shall we? Hmm. Uh, I've watched... I finished watching that show that I talked about last week. I've forgotten the name again of it already. My Normal Family or... Hey, what's up? This is my normal family, something like that. Um, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. It's a, it's a, it's a James fine with a capital F. Mm. Yeah, mm. I believe that. Mm. 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 What does that translate to um, rating? Oh, like a oh, that's like, that's like five. Oh, it's I'd say I'd say it's more like a six. That's a sack nine. Oh yeah, I guess for non-game stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sack nine. Um, yeah, it was there. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Wouldn't watch it again. That's mm. what anime we've been watching mm. this week. Well, <laughs> are, you, are you opening the floor up to me because you know what I've been watching? Um, well, just you. I mean, come on. But yeah, go on. Well. Yeah, no, look, uh, I, I finished Mobile Suit Gundam uh, 0079. I am on to Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam or Gundam Zeta. It's one of the two. I, oh, wait, I, I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's the one where everyone now has 80s fashion. Um, loving it so far. Four episodes in, much ballsier, much flashier. Uh, very, very 
violent emotionally, I guess. There's some very traumatic stuff going on already. Um, obsessed. I think I'm a Gundam guy now, which is like a pretty natural, you know, escalation of my armored core guy tendencies. Um, but this is like full blown. I think this is really happening for me. It, so. it was definitely like, that was my big teenage anime phase and shit, but you're kind of making mm. me want to revisit, but it was like a lot more modern era than what you were dealing with. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. Um, I think I'm just going to go production order. So I've only got like 40 odd years of anime mm. to watch. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Josephine, but I haven't bought any of the model oh. kits yet, so we're not there. No so I, fine. That was going to be yes. my next question, actually. Can you get life size? I wish. Yeah, yeah I know. I know you thing. do. Sleep in there. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> um, come gather some know, maybe, this maybe by Christmas. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway that's me did you paint that james no no that's not painted <laughs> no that's not <laughs> did a wd-40 in there uh, mm. fuck me Josephine. wretched terrible terrible uh, man yeah we can just we enough. lasted 125 minutes what i mean an hour 25 minutes so we did we did well yeah. What have, you watching, what have you been watching, uh, Josephina? Um, I'm still watching One Piece. Uh, but you guys teased me last time because I was sad about it ending and you were like, it's literally going to, it's still going now, but I've got like 80 episodes left what? and I'm getting sad. I am getting upset. <laughs> the recent arc, it's the Wano Kingdom mm. arc doing a lot of things i'm liking all of it um, oh dear i shared it to you too sorry oh i'm so sorry <laughs> she just have props ready to go <laughs> I don't, my eyes are watering i don't know what's going on it's called empathy yeah <laughs> <laughs> um apart from that i'm watching um australian survivor and it's awesome I love the difference between those two shows that you're watching. That is phenomenal. <laughs> they both it's called culture, They both honey. probably hit a similar place in my brain, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, love it. Very good, Adam. What do you got for us? Just one piece for me too, mate. I'm up to oh, Fishman Island. Yeah. Let's go. Sick of one Ooh. piece. <laughs> boy Jinbei's back in the back in the fray. You're gonna hear about oh, it every Jinbei. week for the rest of the oh, year. Oh my god. Yeah, mate, I've got, what, like 600-odd episodes left? Oh, I've got hey. a lot of mileage out of this. Mm-mm. All right, 2000s Film of the Week, <laughs> let's do it. Jordan, cue the intro if there is one. All right, this time I will give you the synopsis instead of just going, fucking Guy Pierce was in the store. All right. <clears throat> Can confirm that no one from this film was in the store this week. Cheers. All right, so... Career thief Nick Wells is about to mastermind a nearly impossible theft that will require Go in 60 the, seconds. Uh, that will require his joining forces with a clever young accomplice. The unlikely alliance arranged by Nick's longtime friend and fence, Max, interrupts oh. Nick's plan to retire from crime and settle down with his fiance, Diane. Worse, it requires that Nick violate his most important rule always work alone. I'm sorry, I have to take a moment for Nathan's <laughs> family feud styled fucking beat. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, I'll win? give you I'll I'll give you no, uh. not even close. I'll I'll give you Google's 
synopsis, which is a lot shorter. Yeah, a bit right. More succinct. All right. Nick Wells, a professional safe cracker, is who is on the verge of retirement, is forced by his partner Max to participate in one final heist that involves stealing a French scepter. Fuck all from me. Yeah. And this movie this like exists. Movie. Definitely. This exists. between the years 2000 and 2010. Mm. Uh, waving the white flag, we're, we're calling it. Yeah, mate, give it to us. All right. It is a film starring Robert De Niro, Ed Norton, Marlon Brando, Angela Bassett, Gary Farmer, Mark Camaccio. It is called The Score. It released on July 9, 2001. It is a great little heist film. Seven, uh, 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. You can watch it on... Nothing, but you can pay to watch it on Amazon Prime and Apple TV and Google Play if you want. Hmm. Hmm. Excellent. <laughs> okay. I'm disappointed that Wait, none of us have called? watched it. Sorry, the score. What's that? He's already forgot. It's called the score. <laughs> Thank it's called you. The score. It's got. It's got your mate in it, Marie Josie Colburn. I you can't your just mate. say things. You and, <laughs> you and I have talked about her bef- once before. I'm going to start doing that. Oh, hey, God. it's your mate, Adam, and just find some random person from the cast list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've no, we actually we haven't. I've not seen anything that she's ever been in apart from the score. I have never even seen or heard of this movie before. This is this is not real. <laughs> it's a good film. It's a really good film. I do like Angela Bassett. Oh, of course, she did the oh, thing. Should have. I should have picked her. Nice. Good choice. Oh, wait. No, that was me. That was my choice. Never mind. But it was back. a good choice. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, good. Any last words before we jet off for the week? Stay sexy. Got nothing. All right. Uh, Josephina, thank you for joining us. It's been amazing having you on board. Uh, hopefully we see you again soon. Thank um, you for having me. And uh, you sound much much better with that uh, with that mic. Yeah, yeah. Your... This is a real step up. I feel professional. It is. Yeah. It is. You've done well. Good job. Well All right. Uh, to the rest of you, thanks for being here again. Uh, love to see your faces. And to everyone else, if you want to check out the content, you go to www.wellhyphenplay.com.au. Have a great weekend. We have some exciting. No, yeah, no, it's 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 exciting. Uh, exciting news to share maybe next week about a little talk through we may have done this week. So get excited for that. Ash has put out a Bears in Space demo playthrough video if you want to go check that out. I forgot to mention that earlier. Uh, other than that, we will see you next week. Ciao. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye.